Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Broadcasting from a secret location high above the earth. Four do-gooders doing their best good to shine a bright light on the most popular and unpopular comic book heroes and villains. So sit down, shut up, strap in, and tune your ears and open your brain for Inside Club Comica! What's up, Super Butts? Welcome to this week's episode of Encyclocomica, brought to you by Make Fun Network. It's the show where we do the deep dive on the super guys and gals and anthropomorphic bricks, uh, Italian salesmen, um, uh, the characters that order books from Scholastic Bookstore magazines. Um, Those uh, real life chess pieces. A frog that one time said a word on accident, but everyone heard it. (laughs) Um, <laughs> remember that? What a great day! <laughs> what was the other? One? It was something. It was like a, a tag team, but only one of them. Oh, yeah, well, was something like only one half of a tag team. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea of a frog that said a word on accident, <laughs> yeah. and a bunch of people heard it, <laughs> like Budweiser frogs. Yeah, you ever hear like a like an animal do that? Like a like a dog bark, but it sounds like it says like I don't know. Scholastics, yeah. <laughs> uh, trapezoid. Is the, the the cat video where it sounds like the cat says "Oh, Long Johnson." I love oh, that fucking "Oh, Long Dong Dong." <laughs> oh no no no! Yeah, that cat. I fucking love that cat. Oh, uh, um, my cat does it on occasion. It's like I think he's trying to talk. He's yeah. trying to be uh, mine a person. Mine will say like "Hello" sometimes. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> yeah, like they're look, walking around the house looking for you, and she's like, "Wow, wow." <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure, yeah. oh, that was really good. I'm pretty sure I've heard my cat try to say Matthew. I'm like really sure. Shut the fuck up! No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened more than once, and it blew my mind the first time. It's got a demon cat. Yeah, uh, that's why he's got one eye. Because yeah, maybe the uh, so welcome to the show, <laughs> everyone. Fro is in. My house. Right Live now. and in person in the is, studio. I feel like I'm weird? on WTF Mark Marin. Yeah. Uh, would you say, Matt? Is it weird? Um, That's not weird. I mean, I've done this with Fro for like three years before the pandemic. Yeah. Um, Probably longer. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just kind of like old times. Old times, dude. Just like boys being boys. Yeah. 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 We're, we're just sitting around in our underwear, wrestling a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> boys being boys. Yeah, I think that's what Kat and I assumed that you were doing when mm-hmm. you were late. So. Yeah. Have you yeah, ever... I, real good question. old circle jerk. Has anyone... Sorry? Uh, for the <laughs> Is there a circle with only two people? It's just like a back and forth. Yeah, I, I guess. Need. That's a Well, race. it depends on the hand motions, it's I a guess. C- it's a seesaw jerk. Seesaw jerk? <laughs> seesaw jerk. <laughs> Struggled real hard, though. Seesaw. I said seesaw. That's a sleeve jerk. That's a seesaw. This episode's already really hot. Oh, yeah. It's very hot. yeah. It's going to get even hotter because we're talking about uh, Jenna Jameson. Mm. Jenna Jameson is the one you come up with. She's busted now. <laughs> yeah. Do you think <laughs> that's a that's a porn star that didn't age gracefully? No, no, no. Do you think? Um, oh no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about cats who could talk earlier. Oh wait, wasn't that on the show? That was this. Yeah. Yeah, this was two minutes <laughs> like ago. Two- <laughs> what do you think our listeners have? Just like. 
early onset Alzheimer's that kicks in every fucking 20 seconds? I don't know. It's memento. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I have no idea. I just figured... <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. I just muted us on accident. <laughs> Did you? Oh, what is wrong with you? Johnson. Oh, that's why. Am I throwing you off? Is my presence here fucking the up your The energy is all weird now. I told you it's weird. I'm just trying to get these levels to not peak every time Fro talks. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, peaky, I I peaky. I think I got it. Uh, <laughs> so this week we're talking... Oh, God damn it. What is- Fro. What? What are you, the impressionist this week? Oh, no. Yeah, I can only have one impression. It's one Bro, do quote. Your, do your cat impression. My cat impression? Like you... this cat that we're recording with? Yeah. Ooh, uh, yeah, I want to hear that. Uh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Give me a little bit. Let me let me get back to you. <laughs> Come on, I, bro. She's <laughs> asking you nicely to do an impression of her. Please. Uh, did you do an impression of yourself? What? <laughs> I don't know. I you put me on the spot, and this Fro, is what I'm not. I don't want to do. Fro looks panicked, <laughs> and if he wasn't in this house, I would have missed this. But he looks panicked. Also, Fro, you dye your hair? Yeah, man. Did you dye it last time we recorded? Well, it's been blonde for a while. And now what color is it? Now it's a hot mess of just shit. It's, Stand up! I want to see it. It's like gray. It's like you going gray, Fro? <laughs> no. Uh, Lindley fucked up my hair. Oh, your hair looks like cotton candy. It does. It's uh. Hold on, let me stand up. You, you can gotta, continue to talk about. It. So yeah, I'll, I'll froze uh froze hair. It looks like cotton. What the hell happened? Oh. It looks. It's it's on top of the TV. Can you see his? Hair? It doesn't look terrible on camera. It just looks like it's like really light. Uh, it looks terrible in person. It's, oh, it's <laughs> terrible. It's so bad. It's what? Why did that happen? So we had uh, purple hair dye at the house. Yeah. And so... Like most people do. Yes. Well, my wife used to dye her hair a lot. Uh, so... My wife. My wife. Uh, so we we bleached my hair, which I was doing for a while, which is whatever. And it's not the first time I've done it. And then so I was like, let's do the purple. Let's use it. And I don't... I guess uh, hair dye has an expiration date. So we didn't do anything, really. Uh, so it, it, I did it, and it came out blue, but it was super patchy, and it didn't stick all over. So it's it's uh, faded now, and it's just like it looks like a fucking a mess, a bad cotton candy that fell in wet sand. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So wet sand. Yes. So we have to uh, redo it, but I look uh, I look terrible <laughs> at the moment. Right. Uh, this week's character we're talking about is the one and only Nightcrawler. Yeah. Kurt Werner. It's not Jenna Jameson? <laughs> no. No. Poor Jenna Jameson. It is a shame. Who also looks like cotton candy that fell in sand. Uh, I think she looks like chewed bubblegum. <laughs> she looks bad. Yeah. Better I mean, or worse than Nightcrawler, though. Nightcrawler looks great. Yeah, yeah, I'd much rather uh, get with Nightcrawler right now. Same. Uh, the tail. The tail. Oh, imagine that. Mm. So, following our, our usual flow of show. Flow of show. The that show sounds, flow. Sounds very gross. The uh, So, why? So Kurt Wagner, Nightcrawler, the amazing Nightcrawler. Oh, who's Kurt Warner? That's a football player. Kurt Warner? Yeah, I think I've been saying the wrong name. Have you been saying Kurt Warner? I've been saying Kurt, Kurt Van the, the whole time. It's Wagner. <laughs> I know. I fucked up. You know what? Rap, let's start it over. All right. We're taking it in three, two, one. Kurt Van the. 
<laughs> still did it wrong. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so you got a, a talking cat impression. There. <laughs> What's your German accent? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Du hast mich du Franz? Question mark? Why is everything a question? Okay. Pro looks like he's just collapsing. I'm he's, struggling. He's struggling over here. Anyway, did we break him already? We did. I guess so. We talking about, did. Talking about Kurt Wagner, Nightcrawler. So why is it important to know Nightcrawler? It's So this is an interesting character, in my opinion. I, I've always been a big fan of Nightcrawler. I think he's great. I think the character design is awesome. I love his powers. Uh, Bamf. The Bamf. I, I love his you know, his, his position or his point of view on things because it's very unique in, you know, how he operates as, as an X-Men or just as a, you know, hero. But he's, he's kind of, he's like one step above background at all times. And like, he kind of just like exclusively lives there. Yeah, he's never, he's I like mean, he's had prominent things, way. but he's never... Like a featured player. Right, but you know who he is and he does he's like he's so popular, but he he's never he's just never taken on the reins of like a Wolverine or like a Spider Man. I mean, those are real big characters, right? Those are real, real big characters. But I would say like Yeah, but I mean Wolverine had to start somewhere. Like he didn't start off solo. Right. So like there's no reason that cut Werner couldn't have gotten there. Well, I don't know who Kurt Werner is. He played for the Los Angeles Rams at one point <laughs> in his career. Okay. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks, Frau Fro. Hot, hot, hot. Frau Fro. <laughs> you know, you're just Frau. Frau. Frau Frau. Frau Frau Bissner. Scott! Whoa. <laughs> Whoa is right. My baby just woke up. <laughs> um, yeah. Don't worry about that with Fro around. But you know what I'm saying? He 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 just kind of has this above mid grade level, but never never takes center stage really. To be fair, he did have his own book for a little bit. But the but the book wasn't renowned. No, it, it didn't it didn't last, it didn't it didn't pull, it didn't do much. And he's been around since the seventies. How many how many of his own books has he had? Uh, I mean, I know of specifically one like burst, and it was like kind of recently. One yes, Bamf, if you will, one Bamf. Uh, yes, good, good girl. Uh, girl. Yeah, good girl. Good girl, you. <laughs> That's wonderful, girl. Good girl. Good girl. Nice. Good girl. But that's my point, right? So compare him to I don't know. Let's say, let's say, let's say Storm, right? She's a major. Major character. Would you say she's more major than Wolverine or Spider Man? No, she's not. No. That she so uh Katvana is C tier. Storm is definitely B. Sure. And sure. And Spider Man and Wolverine are A. Right. So if well, if the X Men are like if if you're an X Man and that's like the A team, would he be like a Y man or like a Z man? <laughs> Zeman. 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 <laughs> uh yeah. I think so he'd be a Z man. Isn't there isn't that a thing? Um yeah. All right. So let's um how about this? How about compared to Bobby Drake, Iceman? I think Bobby Drake has more. Okay, let's say compared to He's Gambit level. 
you would think he's even on the same level as Gambit. Yeah, and Gambit's fucking low tier, even though he's one of those like no. Gambit's fucking cool. Gambit is like definitely low tier. No, they were gonna make a movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, with um, no, they Jenny already made Tatum. a Nightcrawler movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Channing Tatum, thank you, <laughs> Channing Tatum. Uh, no, I, I understand that, but that's just like that Gambit movie is a weird fucking thing. First off. I need you to tell me a uh, legitimate major thing Gambit has done in the comics. He has never lived up to his standard he, from the he, TV show. He yeah, I only Rogue. remember him from the cartoons. He successfully porked Rogue. He married yeah. Rogue. Yeah, and he porked her. Yeah, well, I mean, you just don't have to have skin contact. <laughs> well, yeah. He had a he had a, one of those like chastity cages on his dink. <laughs> you ever seen one of those in real life? Yeah, not in real life, but I've seen them in pictures. I was at a party with this guy who was into that stuff and he was wearing a kilt and he lifted it up and showed everyone a dick cage. Ew, oh, really? God. Yeah. First off, what a fucking asshole for wearing a kilt. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. I bet it is. I back that up. And um it was very strange. That's anyway. fucked. But no, Nightcrawler is definitely I know what you're saying. But that so but he's always on the like, He's always there. He's always on the team. Yeah. He's in all the movies, the movies for the most part, right? But he uh, never, essentially it's not in the first one. It's but not in the you know first what he means. One. But he's been he's he's been featured he's been prominently featured in the movies. So, like, what happened? You know what I mean? And and he has a rich character history. Yes, he does. A lo- so much so that I'm, I'm going to preface it now. We're not getting to all of it. I'm going to miss a bunch of stuff on this, but I wanted to just highlight the character. So that to me is so. Like strange and interesting, especially nowadays with the popularity of the MCU. He was he was in two productions. This character, uh, like two series. Yes, so you mean yeah. And it's like they brought him back. Was he in the third X Men? Uh, X three movie I, sucks, so I don't remember. But it, like for for a character that he's at this level and could so easily been like he was already you know he was in X two. We don't need to bring him back. No, no, no. It's just to to people, he's important enough to to have multiple iterations of him in major motion pictures, but you never you never think of him as being that front or or, or like on par with the rest of the team. That's no. what I'll say. Right. So, why is it important to know his character? Because he's a great character. I I just I I don't know what I feel like people don't understand him enough to write him well or put him in a storyline that like uh that like you know those like storylines that make a character like uh, mm-hmm. like Daredevil had one what's the what's the what's the man without fear mm-hmm. right like something like that like he needs a book like that well i mean um uh inferno i think it's that story or i believe he's heavily involved in that um where he dies and like has to like fight through hell like he's with Mephisto and they, they try to save him yeah and he ultimately like sacrifices his soul yeah it was like, like him versus somebody dad, else or Zazzle. something maybe he I don't his dad in that yeah you're talking about when he's fighting in the afterlife right yeah yeah uh yeah something like that but I find that um that that Marvel doesn't do it doesn't have a lot of those like standalone like evergreen books like the daredevil one you know like born again there's a couple of those but they don't have a ton of those like you know if, if you want to read a batman book it's like oh yeah read dark Knight returns or year one bam done like it, there's not a lot of those for marvel marvel doesn't have those 
it's much. very intimidating to get into X-Men. Like I've, <laughs> so I've wanted to for so long, but there's just, I wouldn't even know where to start. X-Men is definitely the trickiest one to like, really like, oh, I mean, you could go, well, it's already been reset and they did this and they right. came back and then. Because there's like perpetually always like nine teams. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well I mean, you gotta think like just like there's obviously a bunch of teams like that, but like the amount of timeline fuckery the X-Men have been ar- around with really throws off canon. Yeah. It's so much. Clean it up yeah. with the new House of X, Powers of X. Yeah, but then it's just like, it's still fucked. Like, it's... isn't there like the old people, like the original like X-Men team is back again and like they're like... No, like, no, no. That was, that's that all was, done. Yeah, that's all done. That was awesome though. Um, it was. Matt, have you read House of X, Powers of X? Uh, when did that come out? It's about a year now. Uh, I must be coming up on it. (laughs) I just I just read the hardcover recently, and and Nightcrawler has so not to like spoil the whole thing. The way it starts off is that the mutants have decided like that they're done with dealing with humanity. All of the mutants are like, all right, fuck this. You guys are are a lost cause, and they create their own country and government. Uh, on this other island, and Nightcrawler is part of the council. It's not Genosha, right? Different than Genosha? It's different than Genosha, and that's mentioned. And they're like, why is this going to be okay when Genosha was like a holocaust for us? Um, <laughs> and that's all in it. It's it's so good. It was released as two parallel miniseries, House of X and Powers of X, and it's collected in one hardcover together, and it started the whole new current era of X-Men books by Jonathan Hickman. And it's really fucking good. I don't read a lot of X-Men and I bought this and I was like, this is amazing. Hmm. So, so that's kind of, in my opinion, why it's important to know who the character is, is just because he's a great character, but you got to do some, I think that might be the problem is like, you got to do work to kind of like get a good understanding as to why he's a good character or why the character is interesting. So a few things about him, uh, he he's the son of two other mutants. He's the son of Azazel and Mystique. Right. Is Azazel a mutant? Yes. Okay. Uh well, he's like a part of like the Nephirim, uh like which the is demons, like, like right? a demon thing, yeah. Who are always at war with the Cherifim. <laughs> sure. That's and, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> but he his that origin story happened. 30 years after the character existed. Right. Like, that's how long Nightcrawler kind of hung around. Just kind of doing stuff. It's like, yeah, I guess we'll tell his story. Right. So before, so the story with that is Mystique wanted to, there's a point in Mystique's life where she wanted to live a normal life. So she took on the the shape of like a German noblewoman. What? And she married, <laughs> uh, she married a count. Dracula? Nope, not that one, because that would be Transylvanian. Chocula? Still Transylvanian, I would believe. Duckula? That's uh, Transylvania as well. Blackula? That's Bronx. Spronx? Spronx. Spronx. (laughs) Bonicula? Who? Bonicula? Bonicula. Yeah. The fuck is Bonicula? If they both know it, it's some DC thing. No, No, it's like a children's book about a A rabbit rabbit vampire. vampire. Yeah. Uh, published by DC. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's none of those things that anyone has mentioned. It's just some German count. 
Okay. Um, part of the reason for her doing that is she wanted to have a child. So, but the count couldn't. Uh, I guess there was something wrong with the count. The count couldn't get get the job done. So then, um, so she started like sleeping with other guys. She would impersonate other people's wives and then sleep with their husbands in hopes Trixie. to get pregnant. Yeah. That didn't work. And then she went to a... That's uh, so strange. Yeah. So then the, the count had this ball. <clears throat> what? I'm th- just thinking about that. Like, she would just pretend to be other people's wives and get fucked by the husbands? Yeah. Is that cheating? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, if if she came over and looked like my wife and I I slept with her, am I cheating? I, there's no well, way to know. To a degree, maybe. <laughs> when she... Ch- turns into the people albeit we're not doing the mystique episode but does she like take uh, in their knowledge of what no no well, i just want to be sure like cat if your husband slept mm-hmm. with mystique but she looked just like you uh-huh. how mad would you be on a scale of one to ten i don't think <laughs> i could be divorced to a <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i could be mad at him because he didn't know it wasn't me you wouldn't be like, you should have known. I'm your wife. I mean, maybe, but I, I don't know. Okay. That's a tricky one. <laughs> That's, That's a tricky mor- one that will never the, you know what? have to be dealt with. Marvel yeah. Comics really gets into that moral gray area. That yeah, <laughs> they really do. They make you think. So for the longest time, the story was that... Uh, she so Nightcrawler was born and he was deformed, right? He looked like Nightcrawler, and the they kind of mystique to protect this like her son. So he was born that way. The townsfolk of Germany accused Mystique of being a witch, which I mean, kind of right. Which witch though? Get out of my house! <laughs> Get out of your head! You mean? <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. But the the townspeople accused her of being a witch, and she kind of revealed herself and fled the the countryside during while she was fleeing. I don't know. If she like threw or she, no, she, she like she was running and she slipped and she like dropped Nightcrawler down like a cliff, yeah, like a ravine. <laughs> I know he was Jesus abandoned. Right? Yeah, that's what happened. It's like just like a panel of her being like, whoops. <laughs> and then, like little baby Nightcrawler, just like cascading down a like ravine. But is he Moses? Yeah. Well, so right. That's kind of like that's kind of the um, the allegory, a comparison. Because one thing about Kurt Wagner is he's a man of faith. He's a man of the you know. He actually becomes a priest at one point. <clears throat> yeah, I was like, isn't he? Uh, but didn't he get like found by the church? Like, wasn't that who raised him? Uh, so he's raised in a circus. Okay. So, <laughs> mad. Luckily enough, some circus guy catches him at the bottom of a cliff. Hup, hup, hup. And um, he's ra- he's walking by. Yeah. So he's raised in the circus because they have they love freaks. They have no problem with freaks, and he just fits right in. They raise him as one of his own, and becomes an amazing acrobat. And people just think he's a guy in a costume. So that's how he like lives his life for the most part. Okay. Um. He eventually gets, um, like, a, like something happens, and it's his his identity gets found out that he's not a guy in a costume, and he he leaves the he leaves the circus, and he's on the run, and he gets picked up by Professor Xavier, 
and it's how he that's how he gets introduced uh, to the X-Men with that it's being a part of the X-Men he it's he's his first iterations with the X-Men is very dark he's kind of like that conflicted character because he has so much faith but he has to deal with it because his parts his own faith make him have a little bit of like self-loathing because he's catholic yes he's catholic so he's got Mm, that catholic guilt the guilt he's got to always do penance but he like his his own faith kind of leads him to believe that he is an abomination to a degree um and it's actually a so later on in the comics professor x kind of tasks tony stark with creating an image inducer for him because he has this huge insecurity about the way he looks he kind of always does um and then he gets this image inducer and the character starts to become like lighthearted and comedic relief for a while and he, he what do you, so what do you mean by an image uh inducer does it just change the way he looks yep it just makes okay. him look like a human okay so that's how I knew he, that was the thing in the x-men evolution show i just wasn't sure i don't remember it in the comics but yeah, so he so he's not walking around with Ninja Turtle fingers. Nope, no Ninja Turtle fingers. He looks like a normal <laughs> human. And during this run, he kind of develops this like buddy cop comedy thing with Wolverine, this like odd couple thing, and it it does really well. And this is when the X Men in Marvel start to kind of lean into being a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah, for a, a a bit of time, and Wolverine and Nightcrawler have these, you know. He's like, I don't know, this rapport between them. Yeah, Logan, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> yeah, they, they reenact. Uh, Nobody understands the words that are coming out of your mouth, bub. Bub. <laughs> but it's actually Logan. So yeah. during a conversation with Logan, um, Wolverine kind of calls him out on the image inducer as being like a crutch. And, you know, he's not dealing with anything... Really, he's just kind of putting a band-aid on things. So that kind of leads to him... Well, to be fair, Wolverine can walk around. Sure, he's a five-foot-tall guy, but he can also just fuck you up. So it's like, whatever, I can back up. But it's like, yeah, you're a blue guy with three fingers on each hand. And a giant tail. Yeah, it's hard to walk around, Wolverine. You got to fucking give the guy a little bit of credit to not be able to go into a bar like you can. Yeah, Wolverine's a dickhead. (laughs) Right. So, So that happens. And... The first team, the first like X Men thing that he does is he gets put on a team with like new recruits, which is like Storm, Colossus, Wolverine, and Banshee, and Thunderbird to go rescue the original X Men from Krakoa. Krakoa, the living living island. island. Yeah, that's a pretty badass team, though. It is a badass team, and and that was I don't know if that was the introduction of those heroes. Probably not, but yeah, it was Giant Size X Men. Yes, Giant Size X Men number one. Yep. So that's the wait. So was Nightcrawler already around by that point? No, um, that was his first appearance. That, that was his first appearance. That's his first appearance. So all the backstory I gave you was all the new stuff, like yeah, uh, to a degree, except for the circus part. Po- post post actual first appearance. So the first like twenty five thirty years, the backstory was he was thrown off a cliff yeah. by his mother. No one knew who it was, and then. <clears throat> um, was caught by a circus man. Gotcha. I didn't realize that Nightcrawler also was a part of that uh, giant, giant size. size X-Men class. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Some Colossus fan you are. So Colossus fan, uh, not a Nightcrawler historian. I didn't realize that Nightcrawler was there. Fuck off, you piece of shit. You fucking donker mog, you. What? Donker mog. I don't know what it means, but that's you. It's probably something really terrible. It very well could be, and somebody, some whatever language that is, may have just shut off because it was so offensive. Right. We could be banned in several countries now. It's okay. It's fine. This country is, don't even matter. USA! Deutschland. Deutschland. So so he has some adventures with the X-Men, and he's a part of that big, uh, you know, the the swelling popularity of the X-Men with that team. Once again, you know, he gets introduced with all these other characters. Actually, here's another comparison. You think, who? what about him compared to Colossus? Uh, probably same level. I just think Colossus has more, like, he's been there for more impactful stories. Uh, and he has, uh, he's, he's just been there longer. Uh, I think Colossus had a bigger, uh, I don't know, He just he he's just done more, I think. By proxy of Kitty Pride, who's a bigger character than both of them, right? But Wrong. he he's on the same tier as that, I think. What right. about Thunderbird, who was also introduced in Giant Size? I don't even. I can't even picture what Thunderbird looks like. <laughs> he looks exactly like you think he does. So he looks like <laughs> he looks like uh, T Hawk from Street Fighter. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> so moving forward, so he eventually, so Nightcrawler kind of like. No one really knows what to do with him. He gets this, like this good run where they they touch upon his fate within the X Men, and he kind of develops his pop, you know, his popularity there. And it, like I said, that that's why it's at the beginning of the episode. He has a an interesting point of uh, point of view when it comes to how how he is a hero because he kind of he kind of judges everything against his 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 own faith, which. You know, might restrict him from doing things a certain way, or doing this, that, or the other other thing, or his, you know, his thought of other people being truly evil, or always, you know, it's offering forgiveness and things like that. So it's it's interesting. It's an interesting concept for a hero because it's the only one that touches upon that. I guess religion was a. It wasn't. It's strictly banned in Marvel, but it was like heavily frowned upon to kind of incorporate that. One, one one place where it does show up is there's a uh, there's one storyline when they're fighting Dracula and like he uses his like religious background knowledge to like fight Dracula with like crosses and his holy water. And, yeah, it's kind of neat. I'm trying to think of what other Marvel characters are specifically tied to a religion. I know where Daredevil's a Catholic as well. Yeah, Matt Murdock is very Catholic, but I can't think of any others off the top of my head. That, so the interesting thing of this is going to seem a little I don't I don't know how this is going to come across probably fine but so like Matt Murdock's um, attachment to religion is very like Americanized attached to religion where I think Kurt Wagner comes across as like you know a foreign person who's into religion compared to like an American like uh, laissez faire like oh yeah he's got Catholic guilt you know we all have Catholic guilt it's gotta like swing it, into the church and say my Hail Marys and yeah, that's about yeah, it yeah you know what I mean <laughs> versus like I, you know, uh, I'm gonna burn in hell because of what I've done Kurt, I carry you the know, rosary everywhere I go yeah and, like Kurt yeah. speaks in like Bible ver- like he cites Bible verses and, and it's kind of old worldy yes yeah. yeah I see what you mean yeah yeah all right um, 
Nightcrawler 316 says, I just bamped your ass. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. <laughs> so, he... I forget I forget what happens, but there's a storyline where he gets put into a coma for like two years. And that sucks. During those two years, yeah, he kind of just gets written off and he's just like in a coma. <laughs> um, it's like a soap opera. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> he's in a coma. When he comes out of the coma, the X-Men are in some storyline where everyone thinks they're dead, but they're not. They're like invisible because they were fighting some, some other demon. I don't know. It's comic books man comic books <laughs> they're invisible so they thought they were dead so nobody interacts with them yeah that's like that prank that was happening a little few years ago where they're like take the picture of some, like pre-take a picture in front of a child and it's like oh my god he's invisible now and he has a fucking meltdown oh yeah that's funny so is this when he becomes a pirate no no this is when he joins excalibur okay so he goes and joins excalibur which is led at the time by captain britain um because Marvel has like no no real big popular heroes in the UK and they're trying to. So they have Captain Britain and he's doing okay, but most of the, the popularity is, you know, sp- reprints of like Spider-Man and, and their other popular characters. So they're trying to like build up these other I don't know, uh Captain Britain. He's a mutant, right? Captain Britain? I thought he was a super soldier. Like yeah. I think he, I th- I thought he was just Captain America, but he's Captain Britain. Well, isn't he Related is I thought he was uh, Psylocke's brother. I mean, he very well might be. I mean, whatever. Um, yeah, Braddock. What's Psylocke's name? Betsy Braddock. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Captain think- Captain Britain was in, endowed with extraordinary powers by the legendary magician Merlin. Guys, oh okay, <laughs> who's Classic. in Excalibur? Come on, come on. Class. Oh, okay. All I still right. swear to God, he's related to Psylocke. He very well might be. What's his What's his name? Do, do, do you, I, Brian Braddock. Uh, yeah. yeah. So Psylocke's what? Betsy Braddock? Yeah, yeah. It is his sister. Then. Oh, okay. So that's why I figured he was a mutant as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, so it's right here. Uh, blah, 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 loss of his sister, Psylocke. Yeah, got it. So so then <laughs> Captain Britain like loses popularity and no one gives a shit about him. And Well, why would he? Like, you already have Captain America. It's hard to fucking... Well, I'm sure the UK kids like, uh, you know, <laughs> the, UK the U the U kids. <laughs> they Still, might- though, like it's hard. Like, come on, give us something better than Captain Britain. You already have Captain America. Like, you can't just throw Captain at the front of, the front of a country and be like, yeah, it's gonna work. Right. So he, so he then becomes a leader of, of Excalibur. I think this is where he starts to like brandish the sword. Uh, um, Nightcrawler. Yeah, it's like a weird like pirate sword that he always has, though. Yeah, it's like a what is it called? A cutlass. Is it? A, I don't know if it's a cutlass. It might be or like a what is it? Like a rapier? Well, that's like a fencing. Yeah, uh, it's like the fence. That's, that's like I could have swore he had. He carries a cutlass. I could be wrong. I I swear to God, it was a cutlass. But I could be wrong. Wow. So he's on. <laughs> you surprised that both of us admitted defeat to each other real fast? <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised that you guys aren't both sword experts. Like, come on. <laughs> well, I'm a scimitar guy. I'm not necessarily a. I actually would also be a scimitar guy. <laughs> I think it's pretty pretty brutal. <laughs> it is. Cat's more of a long sword. Oh, I always pictured myself more with rapiers. Yeah, I yeah. A, a pokey type of person. Yeah, sneak up on you and just. So yeah. as the leader of Excalibur, he's also he also has Kitty Pride on the team. 
Um, so like, there's like these this handful of these mutants that don't have anywhere to go because the X Men are currently invisible and dealing with that. Shouldn't she be fine with that though? Like, shouldn't she get it? Oh, well, she doesn't turn invisible. Yeah, she just phases through things. Never mind. I was wrong. I'll go fuck myself. Okay. Please do. I'll go fuck myself. Do it on camera. No. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. So I'll sign up for your OnlyFans. Okay. You'll be his only fan. Oh. <laughs> so I, I'm not sure if he's on on Excalibur at this time, but there is a storyline where uh it's, it's like it's like a big I don't want to say global, but cross-platform event where for mutants with they're fighting Bastion, which is a mix of Nimrod and the of Master Mold. So he's like this Bastion. like perfect mutant killing machine, and he's he's just slaughtering mutants left and right. And he tries to kill Hope Summers. Yeah, and which one's Hope? Hope is like the 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 daughter of Cable. Is it Cable's daughter? And which one's Rachel? Rachel Summers? Yeah. Rachel's no, okay, so Hope Summers. Rachel Summers is the grand all right. I think Rachel Summers is Hope's daughter. <laughs> this is why X-Men is oh, fucking God. too goddamn confusing. I think I think Rachel Summers is is Hope's daughter. And I think Hope is uh Jean Grey and Scott's daughter. I'm almost positive about that. Because Cable is, is Scott's son, but from like a like a time a time shit happens, right? I, I, I This is why X Men is like I love the X Men, but it's also why the X Men's the fucking worst thing in the world. There's <laughs> too many time fucking jumps. Um, okay, Hope Summers is the one I'm visually thinking of. Hope Summers is the one that like after the House of M is like the first mutant that's born. Yeah. And so Cable has to protect her because it's like the uh the future of, of mutant kind kind of rely like re- relies on her. Rachel Gray. Rachel Gray. Rachel Gray is the daughter of Scott Summers and Jean Gray. And Hope so, Summers is the first mutant child born after the Scarlet Witch is no more mutants. Is, is this born to who? Or just born in general? Yeah. I thought it was Hope Summers. She is not a she is not of the Summers bloodline. Oh. That we know of. She took on the last name after being raised oh. in the future by Cable. Okay. Who is Scott Summer's son? You know what? That oh. tracks. <laughs> sure. Right. Anyway, so Bastion <laughs> is fighting. I like this descri- a real quick description. Rachel is Jean's daughter from another timeline. Hope is not Jean's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Internet. So they're fighting Bastion, and Nightcrawler sacrifices himself to save Hope because Bastion gets a hold of Hope and is choking her. And so what does Nightcrawler do? He bamps uh, with like through his through Bastion's body to sever his arm that's choking Hope and like removes his arm and that's how he dies because he has a huge hole in his chest. That's pretty sick. It is pretty cool. The big problem is like he dies in Excalibur and a lot of people were upset that he didn't die in the X Men proper book because of I don't know people thought it was like a slap in the face. Right, dies in a second tier book. Yes, 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 yes. So that's when you get the storyline of like what Fro was talking about earlier, where he's in the afterlife and he kind of has a, you know, they do a storyline where he's fighting Azazel, which is his dad, which is his own dad. He gets resurrected. Heavy. 
How does he get resurrected? I don't even know how he comes back to Earth. Oh, so during, so that's what happens. So during the battle with Azazel, he actually has to, sac- he sacrifices himself again, but what he does is he sacrifices his, his, his soul's ability to be in heaven to come back to Earth. Well, he, well, he sacrifices his soul to save the heavens, essentially, but the punishment is that he has to come back to, like, come back to Earth. And I think he's, like, either soulless or something, but it's like this, this new internal struggle he kind of has to deal with. But now he's back on Earth, and he's that's when his like his book kind of the one that Fro was referring to came out, and it wasn't the best. Um, currently, I don't even know what he's doing. Currently, currently he's just you know what it is. Currently, he's where he always is. Background just, player, kind of hanging around. <laughs> he's in he's in the House of X, Powers of X. He's he's on Krakoa with the the mutants. Oh, there you go. So that that's where he is currently. Yep. And that is a incredibly rough, incredibly broad history of the character. And that took a long time to be incredibly broad about it. Because <laughs> he's so there are so many stories and there's so much density that he has like of his own history. I mean, like I said, the character's been around since the like early seventies. It's going on fifty years now. You know? It's a long time. So there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on with him, but he's just not at the forefront. So that's kind of his his you know his history. I I've always liked him. I've always liked the character. He was awesome in the arcade game because he zip around the screen. Yeah, man. I fucking I think that's why I, I personally really love uh, Nightcrawler is from the video games because I always enjoyed being able to be him. Like in Marvel Ultimate Alliance, he's fucking awesome, uh, just bamfing around and whatnot. And he's just very cool looking. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, he's a, like Fro said, he's got a cool look. He's got a great power. He's always the highlight in the movies he's been in. Yeah. He was absolutely. definitely He was definitely the best thing in the uh, uh, Dark Phoenix movie. <laughs> uh, second best thing. That Magneto gun scene was pretty sick. But him uh, getting pissed and like stabbing people with uh, shit and bamfing all around was really cool scene in the train. Yeah. The train was oh, awesome. Yeah. And the Oval Office is amazing. Yeah. Oval Office is like one of the best superhero scenes in Period. any of those movies. Yeah. So that is, I mean, that's why it's important. Major, I mean, major stories with him is, like Fro said, the Infernal one's pretty good. It's hard to, Excalibur is good. I think Excalibur, the books have some good um nightcrawler in there because he's a leader and like he is the prominent role of that team his his solo book was okay it was disappointing because it was like oh he finally gets a solo book and it was like eh, i don't even think it lasted a year there was a time where marvel was just putting out people's books and they weren't doing well <laughs> right um so anything that has him in it is i think is is worth is worth checking out just to get a, a couple, couple uh, like fixes on them. Is there like one standout you would recommend that's like the it's a loaded question, cat? I know, I know. What would you have people read if they were going to hop on anything? Um, like, I want to know. I want to just kind of get a gist of how cool he is. So. The person who's renowned with the best writing of 
of Nightcrawler is Claremont. Um, it it was so. That is the best writing in X Men, typically, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's true. So at Claremont's run where he he writes Nightcrawler, uh, X Force is pretty cool when he's on there. Um, but yeah, I'd say probably just anything Claremont writes with him. I think he he wrote Claremont wrote that that newer book, but it just wasn't. I don't know. It just wasn't like. The most <laughs> fun book ever. I don't know why. And um, I mean, he had actually had. A, he, I guess he had another book in the eighties, um, like nineteen eighty five. I guess there was a Nightcrawler book. Um, <laughs> Excalibur is pretty good. He so two thousand four. He's he's had a history of some 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 solo books actually. Now that I'm, I'm looking at him now. He had one in two thousand four. Um, Amazing X Men number one is one that I remember. It was pretty it was pretty good. That's the one when he came back. So, um, it's tough to point to one okay. because because like I said, oh, we talked about earlier. There's no like equivalent of Man Without you know Fear, yeah. right? Or storyline like that. But hey, that's uh, that's Nightcrawler for you. He's a badass motherfucker. He's a ba- he's a bamf motherfucker. <laughs> so, get into him. He's worth knowing, and he's just he's always so cool. I wish they did something more with him. I always do. But uh, other media, like you said, he's in he's in the arcade game. Uh, is he in Ultimate Alliance? I'm pretty sure he is. I'm pretty sure he is too. He's in Ultimate Alliance. He's in the cartoons. He is he. He's not too heavily featured in the cartoons, like the X Men one. He's got like a small little bit in there because uh, uh-huh. I do remember him there. Obviously, he's been in the movies, uh, both iterations of the movies. Um, him uh, played by Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming in the original X Men movies, and then in the newer movies, he's played by some emo-looking boy. I don't know, <laughs> Cody uh, McPhee Schmidt. Sure, and I'll, I'll probably never see a movie with him not blue. So. Uh, <laughs> so there's that cast is blue mm-hmm. now huh? yeah he is uh, next movie that he'll be in is the blue man group movie uh, <laughs> the blue man group movie I would watch that <laughs> have I you would. guys ever seen blue man group yeah oh yeah it's awesome I yeah. uh, I went on a one of my first dates ever period I went on I went to go she had a period on her very first date yep <laughs> that sucks I was like poor oh, girl great. that's too bad anyway <laughs> we went to go see blue man group and Specifically, the girl I was with said, "I really like. I hope like not like. She was afraid they would pull her up on stage. That was like the big <laughs> thing. She was like, I don't want. I was like, I that would like mortify me and it'd be awful. And I was like, oh well, I doubt that'll happen. We're in line waiting to go in, and somebody comes up and says, Hey, do you want to be part of the show? And I didn't even hesitate or think about her. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, absolutely." <laughs> And, no. And then, All day long, uh, yes. And like before anything was even said, the guy was like, "All right, come with me." And like I was like, "All right, let's go." And she went. And has anyone seen the Blue Man Group here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing that we did was we were the people that were late to the show, <laughs> the ones where they stop the whole show, they put the spotlight on you while you go to your seat, and they play a whole song about that you're late. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. That's so funny. The whole yeah, like they that's the whole bit. And 
<laughs> well, at least she didn't get pulled on stage. No, but it, the whole attention, the whole show stopped to focus on both of us. <laughs> so you were in your glory in that oh, poor girl. Yeah. I was like, this is my big break. This is when... Uh, you doing the looking at your watch bit? He's like, oh, my watch is late. I'm sorry. So sorry. Yeah, and I was like, oh, should I do a pratfall? <laughs> you know, what, do I, what should I do here? You know, should I flash the camera? But The camera. Anyway, so the Blue Man Group movie would be pretty good. It would be good. Um, but well, yes. have you seen Paranorman? Uh, I actually have not. I'm oh, it's at, so good. I'm looking at other movies with uh, this Cody Smith McPhee. I'm looking for one that maybe you've seen. <laughs> that doesn't count. That, uh, that let the right one in. I did not see that either. Uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. No, I did not see that. Oh, I still got to watch that. Dolomite is my name. I actually did see that. He's done that. There you go. Yeah. Okay. He's Dolomite. Oh wow, <laughs> pretty good. Well, I guess he had good blackface on in that yeah. one. He's, he's either blue or black. You think you think that it's Eddie Murphy, but it's actually <laughs> he's very good with in the makeup chair. Then, if that's the case, very good. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So he's been in those things. Obviously, the cartoon shows. He was in uh, X Men Evolution. He was a major player in that. Um, and, um, obviously, they ruined uh him in Jake Gyllenhaal's Nightcrawler movie. Like, didn't they, even bamf once in that. Thing. Not once. No. Um, so there's that. What uh, would you book him in, Matt? Honestly, my first and like immediate snap world I want to put him in is I want him in Gotham. I Gotham. want him with Batman. That would be sick. I want him to just, I want him to exist in Gotham. I want him to be like a, uh, you know, what's funny is that even when my fantasy booking, I put him in like the background, right? Cause I just want him, <laughs> I just want him to be, uh, another character that sometimes like aids Batman. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I think that'd be cool, or like maybe there's like this like religious, like uh, culty war that he's fighting that Batman sometimes gets pulled into once in a while. The religion of crime. Uh, do you guys know Blue Devil from DC? No, you know we don't. <laughs> Sorry, uh, how, so, deep, how deep of a cut is Blue Devil? He's pretty deep. Then no. <laughs> so um, Blue Devil is. A character that originally he like wore a mask, but then the mask became stuck on him forever. And but now he's oh, an like actual, the, like the Goosebumps book, uh, maybe. But now he's an actual blue demon um, from hell. But he's also uh, a Catholic, a devout Catholic, and he's got a problem where he can't even set foot in church anymore without burning up. Um, and so he's like he can't teleport, but he's he's essentially like the DC version of. Nightcrawlers, the blue de- demon-looking Catholic. Hmm. He, he was going to be in the Swamp Thing live action. He is in the Swamp Thing live. Oh, action. Oh, he is. Yep. Did yeah. that ever show it? They like canceled it immediately, right? Yeah. They. I mean, so after the first episode aired, they canceled it. Before the first episode aired, they cut the season from. Uh, they cut cut like five episodes off of it, so like it ends kind of quickly and abruptly, and they're like, "All right, it's done, no more." Which is a bummer because it was actually legitimately good. But why? Why did they stop it? Was it too expensive? Was it just not garnering like profit? Or I mean, they again they they canceled it like the day after the first episode debuted, so it, it had no chance to be anything. It was immediately canceled. So that's too bad. Yeah, they 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 fucked up. Hmm. Um, but that's who I, that's that's so you you'd put him with the Blue Devil. Yeah, Blue Devil. I like the, you know the the Blue Boys. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. The Blue Boys. <laughs> the Blue Boys. Imagine you pick up, but you go to your comic book store and you're looking around. And you're like Blue Boys. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this? 
<laughs> some would, blue humor in here. I would think it would be some sort of Yahweh title. Yahweh? Yayo? Yahweh? 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 Yeah. Is it Yahweh? <laughs> Yahweh. Yahweh? Isn't that God? Yeah. 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 The, 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 no, but he's talking about the Japanese. Yeah, the, the anime. Oh, um, oh, oh, oh. Yahweh, I think. Is it Yahweh? Something like that. Pro, who'd you put? Where, where'd you? Where would you book him? Uh, I feel like I would book him in a story where he is working in the Yankee Candle uh, scent uh, department, where he is uh, attempting to get his bamp smell as a candle. <laughs> get rid of the brimstone. The brimstone smell. smell. Yeah. And he's working with them, and it's like a weird Marvel Yankee Candle crossover uh, comic where it's like one of those product placement things. Okay, that's what I, I like. That, it <laughs> that's my thing. Him and him in a lab coat seems funny to me. He's like uh, in the book that I'm reading now because I'm historically in, a year behind. It's uh, the one with um, with X Man where he creates that alternative reality, and he's like a uh, he's like a movie star. Uh, uh, Nightcrawlers. Yeah. So he's like himself. He's he himself. doesn't have the. Uh... He's this huge movie star. And he's also still an X Man. Okay. Hmm. Um. Know, the I, first thing that, that Hickman does when he takes over X-Men with House of X and Powers of X is like, all right, none of that other bullshit that's happened in the last few years matters. Who fucking cares? I'm starting over. Everyone that you think was dead, they're alive again. Who cares? This is my X-Men now. Fuck you. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> uh, the other thing is, like, I, I can imagine... Uh, my other X- X-Men story uh, is it's... I think it's a uh, weird crossover with Uber, uh, but he starts up his own thing called Bloober, and he just bamps people <laughs> to where they need to go. <laughs> I love it. Bloober. So, <laughs> two product placement comics that they have. Marvel needs money, baby. I don't I don't think they do. <laughs> Maybe not, but that's it. Cat, uh, you? Cat? Um, I think I would like to have him hang out with Jesse Custer um and just have his like religious sensibilities really tested and if he does come face to face with God, what that would be like for him, and maybe he can reconcile his literal demons. Hell yeah. Yeah. Who drew... Oh, Hell fuck. Yeah. I can't think of that guy's name right now. He died a few years ago. Uh, who drew the... Steve Dillon. Steve Dillon. I would love to see Nightcrawler uh, yeah. drawn by Steve Dillon. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it ain't happening. I know it's not. Man, <laughs> th- thanks for squashing some dreams, Matt. You brought it up. It is true. I did bring it up, but I didn't uh, crush it so uh, bluntly. <laughs> Maybe in another life. No. You don't think he's ever drawn him? He did a bunch of Punisher. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. I'll 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 Google it. Steve Dillon. Google. Yeah, I did Google, Google and nothing's coming up. But yeah, I don't all right. Think so. Yeah. So that's uh, I think is that it? That's it. That's I mean, it. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you for listening to the show. Go to makefun.network, Become a fun butt. There you can you know chat with us and all that stuff. Also go to Patreon.com/slash Make Fun Network. There you can uh, support all the shows that Make Fun Network does. And it, it, uh, it really helps us out. We appreciate everyone who who does that and uh, supports what we do. Uh, Kat, where can people find you? They can find me over at Conquest Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and at wasted-minds.com. Uh, Matt, I heard you got a, a bloog. Uh, yeah, other than being a part of the Make Fun Network, I can also be found writing at thedailymeteor.com about comic books, mostly Superman. You'll love it. You'll love it. Fro. I'm working on a piece for Fro right now. Ah, sick. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. You're writing about me, how I'm a better Superman than Clark Kent? Not about you. For you. For For me. 
Oh, that sounds terrible. Uh, where can I be found? Uh, I can be found uh, perusing the Make Fun Network on occasion, and people tend to make fun of me, so you can go there and trash me. Um, and that's about it. I don't really do much else. P.S. Rose thinks. Uh, first off, don't take somebody else's fucking gimmick, okay? Oh. That is a CJ Doubleday gimmick, and let it be his. Okay. Yeah, fucker. Yeah, let, let it be known. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much for uh, listening to this week's episode of Encyclocomica. And um, eat shit. Bye.